Um, excuse me, I just burped and I'm not going to edit that out because we're talking about being more genuine. Anyways, if you are listening to this, you are listening to Tessa Talks. This is one of my first episodes back in a while. I took a little bit of time off. Um, that sounds like I've been doing this and it's my main career, but I hit pause to finish finals. Um, and now I'm back home in California and I'm sitting in my mom's closet today and said, of my own little closet in North Carolina. And I have been reflecting a lot on this holiday season that doesn't feel like anything else we've ever experienced. And I mean, gosh, I feel like the Christmas experience is so ingrained in the in American culture, you really can't pull the two apart. Um, I mean, if you turn on the TV right now, You'll see Christmas Christmas commercials everywhere. You go into a store, everything's marketed towards Christmas, and you really can't get away from it. And growing up, I mean, that was my favorite thing, and it still is something I really, really enjoy. But now as I sit back and we're in the midst of a pandemic and I look around, I've noticed that people are trying to go above and beyond Christmas for Christmas this year because of so much devastation that has happened around us. Um like trying to give something back to kids who have maybe suffered deaths in the family or been taken out of school, um, many different tragedies. And that is something in my head that makes sense to me. I feel like I really value justice and fairness. I think that's another thing, Americans, we run on fairness and justice. I mean, I'm not getting into it, but look at our... um, look at our prison systems, look at our justice systems. We are built on retribution and getting back what we what we feel like we have lost. So I feel like we're seeing that same thing in this holiday season right now, and it's just unfolding and spilling over everywhere. Um, and when I, gosh, when I think about Christmas in America, I just think about and overload lights as much as you can, make it big, make it bright. And I just can't help but think every time we go to a Christmas Eve service in the past, which I love, it's one of my favorite things of the year. Um, This year, I'm just assuming my mom and I will be watching it on our computers at home in our pajamas. But the pastor always stands up there, skinny jeans, flannel, you know, those shoes that all the boys wear. I don't know what they're called, but all the Christian boys wear them. It's little, little ties. And people are going to make fun of me for saying that, but I can see them in my head. And they said, remember the reason for the season. And I just feel like that's such an empty phrase at this point, because the reason that Americans celebrate Christmas at this point is not because of Jesus. If you sit back and look, people aren't going Black Friday shopping to get that 50-inch screen plasma at 3 in the morning. That's not for Jesus. That's for their husband so she can keep him happy and he can watch football and they can keep things good at home. That's not for Jesus. And I don't know, I feel like I'm starting to preach, but it is one of those things where that phrase holds no weight and I can just imagine a, a pastor on a stage thinking, that phrase holds so much power and that's going to revitalize everyone in their congregation. But for me, I mean, that, that just makes me feel tired. The reason for the season, the reason for the season that we all indulge in 
is commodification and of a holiday that originally started off as something having to do with religion, but now it loosely is. And I think Christmas, if we look at it in a big picture, it really separates us from people who are different than us. Economically, Christmas distance distance us from people who don't have as much money, who have more money, people who celebrate different um, religious holidays that aren't recognized. And it is very... I don't I don't know if it would be going too far to call it harmful, but I think it really it does not bring the I use the word the global community in my last podcast with the global community together. And I think I am a person I'm really, really driven by being around people who aren't like me. I don't want to be around people who are exactly like me. I've done that before and I enjoyed it, but that's not where I grow. That's not where I see myself living out the fullness that God has for me. I want to be with all different types of people. And I feel like the Christmas that we experience as a nation and as an economy and as a society that engages in these traditions hold us back from living a more full and a more full and beautiful life that really reflects what we're supposed to be here to do, which is love everyone regardless and gosh i don't really know if i wouldn't if i would have realized all this had i not gone down a path of studying religion and theology but i actually know that this wouldn't um pop into my head cuz i've been thinking about this for a while and i think that the christmas that we experience really it sets people up to get their hopes up when we when we are so excited to receive that one gift or have that one experience with a significant other or hoping that oh this time I hope my family won't fight it's going to be perfect everything's good and it never really is it, you, getting our hopes up for the holidays is dangerous it's dangerous and I will admit I am someone who I don't like to live on the edge. I'm not carefree. I try to be, um, pay big bucks in therapy to try and loosen up a little bit, but I'm not. I'm not cut out like that. I'm a list maker. I get things done. I'm a goal maker. I hold myself to a really, really high standard. And Christmas is a hard time for all different ranges of types of people. The toxic perfection that comes out of needing to please a wide group of people and gosh, and put on a show. It, it's a show. And I'm, this could be said for any real institution or traditions that Americans practice if you want to apply it to other places, which I encourage you to do. I encourage you to look around and not believe everything that you hear or that you say. And I want you to fact check and Google and do your own research because I don't think you're not helping anyone, including yourself, if you just believe everything that you hear. And gosh, I just feel like this is one of those things that I walk blindly into this trap as a consumer every single year. And I love to Christmas shop. I started Christmas shopping in September. I've been getting things delivered to my apartment and to my house. Been wrapped. I've I've had my Christmas gift wrapped for almost 
like almost nearly three weeks now and it's December 19th. The Christmas is in a week. I am one of those people. I uphold it. I support it. I get excited for Christmas cups at Starbucks. I want that mocha peppermint with the, yes, I want the whipped cream. Yes, I want the whipped cream and the, just this once I'll get the whole milk, but don't tell anyone because <laughs> my friends will really get after me for drinking cow's milk. Um, again, maybe that's another podcast. Um, my one friend, Kate, she always loves to quiz people with what their favorite alternative milk is. And these days I'm going to have to say almond for me, but Gosh, I feel like I've been rambling and I feel like this has been something that's been on my heart, but I haven't been able to really fully get it out. And going back to where we are in a pandemic today and wanting to make Christmas as perfect as possible, gosh, it just, it, it, going back to the reason for the season, and I don't want to say it, but it's really defeats it. And I, I just, I personally just yearn for a simpler life. I don't want to live in a big city. I want to take time slow because it's, that is really against my nature. I want to go, go, go. And forcing myself to slow down is helpful. So I know for mental health, the holidays are so rough and on top of what we are experiencing with um, spikes in the coronavirus and not being able to get it under control. It's hard. It's gosh, it's hard. And trying to keep track of how everyone in your family is feeling and doing with boundaries and what they're comfortable with. And then in the meantime, they're out there trying to Christmas shop, wrap presents, be the best mom or dad they can be. Gosh, I should have given my mom more credit growing up and my dad, but my mom was like the big Christmas, Christmas in charge of it all. And it, I mean, they did the best every single year. And I just cannot imagine people with less resources than we do experiencing the same trauma that's being felt globally, how they are are trying to make it for their kids special this year, trying to be safe. And I just, I feel like I'm talking this big talk and talking crap on Christmas and I want to I want to be a person who can try and bring solutions to problems that's one of my biggest issues with Instagram gosh what do people call them like social justice warriors on Instagram who just um post little things that are problems on their stories with cute graphic design, but they don't offer any solutions. I don't want to be that person. I want to offer solutions. I want to read. I want to do research. I want to make, I want to make things better for my family and for the people I care about and for the people they care about. I want the people around me to live a more fulfilling life. And I know that when we are all sitting and entering into this zombie like state every single holiday and just basing our worth and our value on how much we can buy, how pretty we can make our houses, just the whole nine yards. 
how our kids look in our Christmas card pictures, which I will say that this year, this is like literally the first time there was no tears on our Christmas card pictures. And I'm always the one crying. I'm the, I'm the most proclaimed sensitive Sally in our family. Um, and I just, I just wish I could be with everyone in the world and just take a collective deep breath and just tell everyone that you can do it and you can get through this holiday season because this holiday holidays, Christmas in particular, they're not cut out for, for human nature. We can't make everything work. We can't make everyone happy. That's literally impossible. You can't do it. And if you try and do that, you will, if you go through life making decisions for based on other people and what they want, you're not living your own life. You're living someone else's life. And I'm just starting to learn that and trying to figure that out for myself. And as far as how we can fix this, I mean, I wish I could, with the drop of a hat, fix it. But if we look at what this really is, I'm a big fan of being aware of my blind spots because I don't want to, gosh, I don't want to do anything that is ignorant or not thoughtful because I want to make sure I'm being thoughtful to myself and to the audience and to the people who may never even listen to this. I want to just be a thoughtful person. And if you have any feedback or ideas on how we can enter into a time of being more genuine with one another. And I wrote down some ideas. Um, practicing self-care is one thing that I think is really important, especially in the holidays. And I think this can look like saying no to any events that you don't feel comfortable with, especially in the midst of COVID or even with your family. If you're tired, I feel like I have to find myself saying no and stepping back because I've been, um, this past semester at grad school, I've been mostly just had my head in my books and um, excuse me, I just burped and I'm not going to edit that out because we're talking about being more genuine. Anyways, um, I haven't been used to being around uh, a lot of people and with big personalities. I love my family, but I get tired sometimes. So saying no is okay. Don't feel bad for saying no. I wrote down in my notes, do what works for you. So that's very profound. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Just, I think this goes back to making your own choices for your own life and I think this is a big thing, this next one, reminding yourself that it is not your fault that we are all a part of this, gosh, Christmas marketing cycle that draws us away from what really matters to us this season because I think we are just constantly being marketed to. I really can't get on Instagram or Facebook without ads popping up, popping up or clicking on Instagram without like some pretty blonde mom with a little baby trying to sell me a teeth whitening strips or like skinny tea that's going to make me lose 10 pounds in like 10 days um, or less or less some market a week or makeup, etc. I just, I just hope that I can be a person who's more aware of the constructs that I'm a part of, that I walk into, that when I make purchases, 
knowing that they will be maybe be seen a certain way and be aware of why I want that. And I think that is something that I am currently practicing. And I think just material materialism around the holidays is, I mean, gosh, I, we're nearing the end of today's podcast, but it really, really, really does characterize America and what we look for and we want a pretty perfect package and it's ironic because America is not a pretty perfect package. I think we're all trying to sell a version of ourselves that is this pretty perfect package and I I think social media really, really, really perpetuates that just being perfect. I mean, I'll even catch myself when I go to post something. I'm like, this doesn't really portray who I want to be. And I know I've gotten a lot better. I've strayed away from the very orange filters that used to be me, but I'm growing you guys. It's a process. And even if you do use them or, you know, you do you, even if you do sell stuff on Instagram, you do you, I want you to do what works for you. And if that is in your boundary, I think, I think that's great. I think you should do what makes you feel stable and secure. And right now in this time, I think it's more important than ever to do what you need to do. And I think being selfish right now is in the nicest way put. It's what is the most healthiest for us. And I encourage all of you to take an inventory around how... Christmas routines make you feel. Um, I think Christmas is a lot about the buildup. I was talking with one of my other best friend, Reed. Hi, Reed, if you're listening to this. Um, I literally talk about her in every podcast, but I can't not. She always is saying the most profound things. I call her Rational Reed. Rational Reed, she said, Christmas Day isn't even fun. It's all about the buildup. Once you open your presents, it's like, meh, what do I do? And then I think about that too. I think about a collective sadness that happens the day after Christmas and it's sort of a lull until we get to New Year's and then everyone's making these lists and talking about going to the gym and then everyone's just back at happy hour a few weeks later. And just the way we as a society go through these go through these patterns on the calendar just because we feel like we have to. I'm kind of done with that. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do what works for me, what makes my mental health feel like it's flourishing, what makes me feel like I am in control of the decisions I make and my health. And that's pretty much all I can control around me. Um, And I think a lot of part, a big part of control is about letting go also. And that that I think is going to be where we end today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I honestly, it's kind of just me riffing off. Um, we'll see if I edit anything. Probably not because I think it's funny to hear everyone, um, for everyone to hear how I actually talk because this is how I talk, but I am trying to say like less and that that's all. I was one more side note. I was at 
my friend's house, um, Miss Beth and Mr. Mark, um, they better be listening to this. And I edited my first podcast at their house and I sat down with them and I made them listen to it. It was on Halloween. They had just come home from seeing their friends and I made them sit down and listen to it. And I said, oh my gosh, I say like so much. It sounds so bad. And then they said, no, Tessa, this is how we talk. This is how you talk. We like it. It's like you're telling us a story. So I don't know. That encourages me to leave it how it is. And I just hope that all of you like listening to this as much as I like making them. And I encourage all of you to take a step back and be kind to yourself and be kind to the people around you because, gosh, everyone's going through their own battle. And I know that this year more than others, we all could use a little bit more Christmas cheer from everyone around us. 